0: Long. Way outside for the three. Go. He's got it. Let's go for it. So like two-handed flush from Brittany Griner. Swing out. they got to put him up. They don't use it. And yes! The Looper have done it! Spades. Ah! Season for Texas,
1: they finished thirty four and zero, the number one ranked team from beginning to end, winning their first
0: NCAA
1: championship. And the first NCAA... Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Texas Twenty Four podcast on the Dave Campbell's Podcast Network. I am Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Ishmael Johnson here for our first off season podcast. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe technically second, if you include the awards, the two award shows we did. But I'm gonna cl- count this as my our first. So how how are you doing today, Ish?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, my my sons got their first win the postseason last night uh, against uh, New Orleans. A little, little dicey in third quarter, but you know, dub to dub, uh, one as uh, every Suns fans tweeting now because they get they've been very cocky. Uh, one 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 win out of sixteen down. So
1: trust me. Well, I think I think I remember back in like 2014 or 15, whenever I think it was 2014. 13 or 14 uh, when one of the Spurs runs uh, yeah. where they got cocky, I think it was 2013 where they had the checklist and you like, you just check off one out of 16. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The Spurs got one up three, two in the heat series, obviously. So it was like 15 of them checked off
0: mm-hmm. and then they just, they just never 15. checked off
1: 16. I was like, why are we doing this? We don't, we don't have to do this. Even like 13 year old me or however old I was 15 old me. I was like, we don't have to do this. Um,
0: yep. And then, well, then they, then they went on their little Then they went on their little revenge tour uh, the next year.
1: Yeah, so I didn't see as many of those those uh, those checklists anymore. <laughs> the the pain can afford will, will that. Bring you back can't down. afford that. Yeah, you can't do back to back years. But um, yeah, plenty of I mean NBA playoffs going on. Uh, maybe we'll do some some Texas players showing out. Um, at that point, uh, Jackson Hayes starting for the Pelicans, obviously. Mm. Plenty of other players that I don't want to you know have to search my memory bank and think about native Texan
0: uh, Tyrese Maxey. Oh man. Playing, he's that's been so good. He's been, so good, he's
1: been so good good ever since. I will just that's the greatest one of the greatest performances I've ever seen was watching him score 40. Was a 48 in the state yeah. semifinal? I mean, Jesus,
0: yeah. He, yeah, he and he's been so like, I love that. I think last year the rumor was like that he was supposed to be in if they were to trade for James Harden last year, I think he would have been involved in that mm-hmm. trade. Um, an incredible move keeping him because he is he is a star, like yeah. he is the future that point guard position for them.
1: Definitely better to give up Ben Simmons than Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Hot take. Um, but we are going to talk transfer portal today. I mean, as everybody knows, in college athletics, transfer portal is all of the rage. I mean, everybody's jumping in it. I think I saw right. a number that it was pretty much the same as last year, as far as uh, men's basketball players in the transfer portal. I mean, we're sitting at over a thousand at this point. I, I looked at a number, I think on the women's side, because when we, we, you look at the website I sent you, I think they broke it down into power five and non-power five. And I believe only like 200 or so are from power five and then eight, 800 or so are from the non-power five, um, yeah. which there are more, you know, conferences on the men on in basketball than in football. So it's a little different, but let's start with the men. Here and I have three categories here. I've uh, still in the portal, made transfer, uh, made decision, and new entries since the. I think we did this on April sixth, I believe it was. Yeah. So let, let's go over the players still in the portal uh, that we've covered before: Terrence Shannon, Courtney Ramey, Montre Gibson, who I think Montre Gibson. No, he hasn't announced Montre Gibson, marjorie McBride, Caleb Asbury. Francisco Fairbello and Robbie Armbrester from uh, Houston. The, that's the group that's still in the portal. Are you surprised that they haven't made
0: a decision yet? Um. No, not really. I think that when you look at some of the guys like Caleb Asbury, who I wonder, I wonder how many of them are like waiting for like, if there's like, once I get my, that power five offer, right. Like somebody like a Caleb uh, Asbury, who I don't know if he will, but I, I, I don't know. I'm not too surprised yet. At least Um, we'll talk about some bigger, some, some uh, bigger names that have come up in the transfer portal recently. I think it's okay to take some time because like, typically a lot of these guys, I mean, you know, Marjorie McBride, Caleb Asbury, Montre Gibson, like they weren't the most sought after out of high school. You know mm-hmm. um, I think we saw this uh, in football with uh, uh, Cameron Ward from UIW. Right. Yeah. I remember he took a while and he was taking visits to Ole Miss to Florida and he, he ended up just following his coach to Washington state. Um, but because he hadn't, he hadn't experienced that recruiting uh uh, buzz coming out of high school right he was like he ran like the the triple option or something so like nobody cared about a quarterback (laughs) at at college so like um so he was taking he was making the most of his opportunity so like I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these guys are just like you know they probably know where they're going but they're like "Uh, yeah I'll take a free flight to wherever like you know if they're willing to come show me out yeah if you want to convince me go ahead but um I think a lot of these guys are just like experiencing that for the first time
1: yeah and I I I'm not sure what Terrence Shannon's situation is or Ramey's, honestly. I think mm-hmm. – I don't know. Did Ramey declare for the the, the draft at all and then say – I
0: think Ramey's – I think he declared and then simultaneously announced. The, <laughs> That's the, what, like,
1: all these are at the same time. Like, right. a lot of them are simultaneous announcements for the draft and portal at once. So, I think that was Ramey's situation. I don't know Shannon's situation. Um,
0: I think know. Terrence Shannon just uh, – was uh, only portal. Uh, I think it was I think only... it was the same. I think it, I think he announced the portal because it was the weird one where it was after the after the uh, uh, oh my gosh after the game. It was after the when they got eliminated. Yes, yes. And so people were like, "Oh, this is weird." Um, yes. But I think he ended up. That's,
1: that's why I thought Shannon was only portal. So half of the battle in listing this is figuring out who's doing what exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I think if we assume that all these players are only portal shannon being portal i've seen a lot of rankings of he's like top five player in the portal Like we talked about this last podcast we can cover that i'm okay. um, you can listen to the last podcast if you want to our takes on that we we're concerned with his ability to play at like a kentucky or something like that so terrence shannon Courtney, Ramey, I am a little surprised that they haven't found a spot because I feel like a lot of the top players are kind of picking their spots. And mm-hmm. it obviously, as it always is in recruiting, it's a domino effect, right? That wherever the top, whenever the top guys make their decisions, then those schools start to cross off teams. And then the next schools start to get their team players in and whatnot. Um, we talked about last podcast. Uh, we talked about all these guys pretty much. Uh Marjorie, McBride, Montre Gibson, Caleb Asbury, Francisco Ferbello. I have all of them on a very, very similar level. Um, you could play at a low p a low high major, or you could play at a like a school like UAB, which I ha- I saw offered Caleb Asbury. I think that'd be a pretty interesting fit mm-hmm. um at UAB. At UAB you just got obviously LSU guard Eric Gaines. We'll see if Jordan Walker comes back or not. Um, but that would be pretty nasty. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that that's pretty much the group that is still in the portal. I, I included Robbie Armbruster there from Houston just because he's a name from Houston that people don't really know about. He didn't play much, but I think he is, does have talent nonetheless. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see. But that's the group that's still in the portal.
0: It, also, it looks like, at least according to uh verbal commits uh farabello did commit to creighton so personally. okay
1: there you go so that that transitions nicely into players that have made a decision now Farbello farabello to creighton jalen tyson from texas to tech might be the biggest move um and then samuel williamson from louisville to smu former five-star sam williamson um, i actually watched his game in high school i watched a game of his on the same night that I watched Maxie his senior year, I watched mm-hmm. Williamson at Rockwall, I believe he was at. Um, or Rockwall Heath. I never know I I never know the difference between the two Rockwalls. One of the Rockwalls <laughs> Williamson was at he was Rockwall. Uh, Rockwell, yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, Williamson, Tyson, Fairbello have all made the decisions. Uh, who do you want to start with?
0: Um let's go with Williamson a little bit because I think this is a pretty big, pretty big get for SMU. Um, obviously they're trying to I don't say remake their roster because they, you know, it, it's a new head coach. Um, it is kind of, um, I do wonder who from that team last year was a lot of like, you know, seniors put together. Um, and I don't think this is a bad move Um he didn't really take off the way obviously you want a five-star to it at Louisville, but he's somebody who's clearly talented. I think uh, SMU is the perfect landing spot, similar to like how maybe Kendrick Davis needed another landing spot after leaving TCU. Uh, I do know they're also in for, Oh God, there's a tennis uh, they're in for Brandon Huntley Hatfield from mm-hmm, Tennessee, Tennessee, another five-star. Um, I believe he's, they, he announced his top five and they're in it. So SMU could be landing potentially two five-star transfers in the same off um, but yeah, like, I, I, I think that's a great get for them. And, you know, I'm, I'm really curious to see what that roster gets, um, how that roster gets made if Kendrick Davis leaves and, you know, cause I think Kendrick Davis says he still could come back. Right. I don't know yeah, if he officially I, I,
1: Portal slash draft is what I have to
0: at. Okay. So, I mean, like, you know, it, by whatever chance if Kendrick Davis comes back, I don't think he will, but, um, I'm curious to see what Rob Lanier kind of builds there at, in his first year.
1: Hey, there's nothing wrong. If you're SMU, there's nothing wrong with taking five stars that didn't work out at other places.
0: No, <laughs> like
1: there's like, we I mean, Kendrick Davis is a prime example here. There's nothing wrong with taking super talented players that maybe just didn't put up stats or didn't put up roles or didn't have big roles at big schools. Like mm-hmm. getting, if you like Sam Williamson, like I'm going to throw Jalen Tyson here. He was a high four star at going to tech. I mean, even for tech, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're SMU and you're able to get these types of players once a year, like yeah. a Sam Williamson, like a, a player who obviously has that edge on him to try to obviously for draft purposes, but also just to make his name in college basketball mm-hmm. after not playing for two years. I mean, this is a huge gift for, for SMU. And you, you mentioned it. If Kendrick Davis comes back, that's a disgusting duo um, along with whatever else um, they're able to bring in. So I just want to say that that's there's nothing wrong with that so if right. if, if anybody looks at that like oh they're just getting leftovers from Louisville and whoever Kentucky or whatever yeah sure. so <laughs> like I mean they're in a they're in the American right now which Houston and will be leaving and pretty soon mm-hmm. and so you can just run that conference with Sam Williamson and Kendrick Davis at level players I mean they're not all going to pan out to beat right. Kendrick Davis but that's a huge home run swing and you, you take that 10 times out of 10. So mm-hmm. um, that's, that's good for them. Jalen Tyson, uh, he wasn't a five-star, but I mean, 97 from 24, seven sports and 98, six, eight from the composite. I mean, that's about as close as you can get number 36 player in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly thought there was a shot that he comes in and, and helped Texas next year on, on the wing because we knew they had the guards we knew they had the the, the bigs and but they never mm-hmm. really put anybody in those wing spots you know last year right. um and he's six six out of plano i mean only one i mean he i'm assuming he he registered because I, he didn't play any games so you have four years of eligibility here going to tech that is that's a huge gift for
0: adams i, I yeah i agree and i wonder like <sighs> Are we worried about, because I, I, was, I was hesitating to say this when he took the job originally, but are we worried about Chris Beard and highly touted recruits yet? Because I always go back to the Namari Burnett thing at Texas Tech. Five-star recruit, their first ever five-star recruit, transfers after one year, just like, hey, this style isn't for me. I'm going to go somewhere else. Obviously, it's different. He, you know, Andrew Jones was a high, highly touted recruit, but he didn't obviously commit under Chris Beard. I think it's different when you have veterans, right? Like Marcus Carr and and Trey Mitchell and all those guys who were highly touted recruits, and they went to Texas afterward. They went to play under Chris Beard after a couple of years. I, I don't know if it's a thing yet, but Namari Burnett and now, what am I blanking on? Is Jalen Tyson? Committing out of high school, saying, "Eh, this isn't for me," and then going somewhere else after a year. I want to put a pin in that because I just want to see how that pans out. Obviously, Chris Beard is going to recruit well at Texas. He has Arturo Morris coming in. He has, you know, a couple other. Uh, uh, he they have a good class coming in. Yep. But I do wonder if maybe that style might turn a couple of guys straight out of high school off a little bit in that in terms of that highly touted range.
1: Well, I, I think he knows, and I, I think he's aware that the offense has to be better sure. than what it was this mm-hmm. past year. Whether that means bringing in more versatile players, whether that means um, just opening up your system more, yeah. however you got to do it, the offense ha- can't be, and it was 26th in Palm, which, I mean, anything outside the top 25, you're not going to win a ton of games. And we, and we know from their style, right, even if it was ranked the 26th offense, they were 169th in effective field goal percentage. I mean, they they relied on a lot of things that didn't feel sustainable. They're 215th in th- three-point percentage. Like, they just didn't feel like an offense that you could trust in mm-hmm. games that mattered. And so you go into the future. I Chris Beard, while it's never been his thing to be an offensive coach, he's still, at Tech, they had a couple years where they had some solid top 10 offenses. And now you're going to mm-hmm. have the talent. This is... And I so I'm I'm agreeing with you in that we have Mm -hmm. to take into account. I just think it's a it could be even bigger of a conversation where like if you don't figure out the offense in general, it doesn't matter what talent you have on this team. You're not going to win games. We saw that with Marcus Carr. So Mm -hmm. that is a byproduct of Chris Beard of the pressure that's on Chris Beard to figure out the offensive side of the ball here, like to figure out the pace. What's the right pace? Can we just get? Can we play at the two hundred fiftieth? Pace instead of the three hundred and fiftieth pace, you know that might be the difference in four points a game to where you can get some some easier buckets. Like it's such a big difference watching the NBA to college for multiple reasons, but for one, there's anytime you see a like a one on one in transition or even like a two on two or one on two at times, Mm -hmm. they're just taking it to the rim, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're just an athlete and you can get fouled, you can finish. There's a lot of things that could happen here, and. We talked about it at length last year. There was never those moments where you're like, "Oh, just let X go make a play, go right. let X go try to do something in transition here." So, yeah, that's a, the biggest. That's turning like that micro problem, which could very well be a problem, into kind of a more of a macro thing. In that Chris Beer just has to figure it out. Like he's gonna, sure. like you said, he's gonna get the talent. It's what he's gonna do with it at this point. And if he doesn't figure it out, then yeah, players will continue. To transfer out so
0: hmm.
1: it is a, a concern moving forward but Jalen Tyson's tech I mean that's we'll, we'll have to see the whole roster construction here obviously sure, sure. before we figure out like oh Tyson's a starter but on paper you know I would assume if Shannon's gone I mean their whole their 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 whole team's out of eligibility like 28 like <laughs> yeah the whole team's out of eligibility at this point I would assume Jalen Tyson comes in to start but who knows what right. 25 year olds are on the transfer portal right now that <laughs> that beard's looking at like hey you I mean Kendrick well I mean, we can talk about Kendrick Davis <laughs> there you go transition right into it who's who's Kendrick Davis looking at
0: yep oh man uh Kendrick uh, who's not looking at Kendrick Davis right now is the better question. Um, So yeah, he, of course we mentioned he entered the portal, huge loss for SMU, I believe. I mean, he's talked about like the possibility of going back. I think it's pretty, I don't know. I'd be shocked if he went back. He's done everything he can Mm -hmm. for SMU. SMU has moved on from Tim Jankovic, which I know was a big thing for him too. So Mm -hmm. I think he is more or less officially done there. Uh, With that being said, Apparently every damn program is trying to get Kendrick Davis, which I don't blame them. Uh, let me see if I had the tweet up right now. He's oh, oh, I know he's, he's on did. an official he's on an official visit to Tech this week or yesterday I believe it was, um, and I believe Memphis had recently come up on the radar. But here's okay. Here are the number of teams oh, God. <laughs> that are in according to John Rothstein. Okay, this was on April thirteenth, so there have been more teams since then. Yes. Texas Tech, Kansas, North Carolina, Texas, Houston, TCU, Florida, Purdue, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Gonzaga, DePaul, Xavier, Texas A&M, North Carolina State, Memphis, Maryland, Villanova, Oregon, BYU, Kansas State, Duke, Georgetown, Louisville. Everybody wants them some Kendrick Davis. 24 teams
1: that you just named. That you what should do. More or less
0: the consensus top transfer available. Yeah.
1: Yeah, him, him, or the pack from uh from K State. I mean, to me, yeah, that's the top true. Two. Yep, anybody, yep. and I've seen a lot of them have Kendrick lower than like outside the top five, and I'm just like, yep. you know, I I covered Brandon Murray here at LSU. I'm taking yep. Kendrick Davis over Brandon Murray at LSU. No offense <laughs> to Brandon Murray, you know, um, right? He played
0: he played in the same conference as Houston like, and was the best player in the conference. Like,
1: <laughs> like I I don't get anybody who has Kendrick Davis outside their top five. I mean, whatever, but right. um. Yeah, he should just narrow down to a top 5 and then do a lottery on ESPN2. Have do a sign, do with, a signing sign with, day show. Yeah, sign with clutch and then just have a lottery the lottery balls. Sign with clutch. And, and just and just grab
0: one out. You're like Ooh. this is my new school. And So, imagine. so I'm seeing I'm seeing uh a lot of, like, people, obviously, try, a lot of fans, like, really want, you know, fantasy booking their their team's lineup with Kendrick Davis there. My favorite so far, I think, has been TCU. I think my favorite, so, because you got uh, somebody put point guard, Mike Miles, combo guard, Kendrick Davis, you know, whoever, they can both play whatever position. Yeah. Uh, Damian Bao, Emmanuel Miller, and Eddie Lampkin. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I want that.
1: <laughs> what? I'll what are that. the odds that that happens? Like what? Like Mike Miles coming back? First of all, that's first. And
0: then off the bench, they got PJ Haggerty coming in from high school. Chuck O'Bannon, Micah Peavy. Give me, give me that. This is like give a me Texas. You make make good, make good with Kendrick Davis, right? Make good because he had to leave. So make good with him. And then, hey. and then, and then. And then we got something. We got something.
1: It's, get Sonny Dykes over there to talk to him about
0: right. Yeah, coming,
1: the SMU to TCU thing. You know that, that's like, gonna be a bro, thing.
0: I'm, I was in the same boat as you.
1: <laughs> I, I did everything I could at that school as well. And you know what?
0: <laughs> me and you, me and you, we're the same. But <laughs> Sonny
1: Dykes telling Kendrick Davis we're the same is crazy. <laughs> that's insane.
0: <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk. Let's like out of those teams, you know who do you
1: you have the list in front of you
0: yeah yeah yeah. Narrow down,
1: can... narrow down to your top three for him
0: I was gonna okay I'll narrow down my top three and then I'll give you my one I think he'll go to versus the one I want him to go to okay so my top three for him are gonna be TCU oh man oh this is tough
1: I wouldn't go to a Kentucky if I were him I don't think I would either. Then, I mean, they do need
0: then, guard help, but well, I don't, uh, Kentucky's not on the list. so
1: Oh, I, I I don't have to listen in front of me. I'm just thinking of the okay. big schools. What big school did you name that was blue? Duke. Duke. There you go. Yeah. Duke, uh, Kansas, and
0: North you. Carolina, are the, probably the, and Villanova, or the blue Bloods. I don't know
1: if I'd go to Duke. We saw Jeremy Roach at Duke take a backseat as the guard the whole time, and then the one That's time true. he had a good game, they're like, oh, yeah, he's on the team. I could see that happening. Oh, you sent me. Um, yeah. Game. I'm
0: going to go TCU, Oklahoma.
1: Cute. Oh, uh. okay. We joked about this all fair, yeah. Where I was like, they should have a filter where it's just nobody who's in the top fifty in defense, and only teams that are in the top thirty in offense. Yes, I don't know who that. I don't know who that applies to on this list. Purdue. Purdue's definitely Ooh, that is yeah, that, Purdue definitely. Hey, fits if Jaden Ivory Jade, I, Jade didn't, I I didn't have to play defense, then Kendrick won't have to play defense. Uh so Purdue, TCU, I don't TCU is obviously a good defensive team. This that was a joke. But um You know, Kansas could be interesting.
0: I was thinking Kansas too. That might be a very interesting one.
1: You get in the Big 12 where you play in Texas a lot. So if somebody people want to see you in get Texas, the national spotlight. I mean
0: and you, Mark. I mean, like, I mean, Bill Self lets his dudes play too. Oh, they do. Oh, they play. They Actually, play. You know what? Okay, I'm taking off Oklahoma, TCU, Kansas, Texas A and M. Those are my three. Who A and i got OU. O- o- I can't go there. A- Gonzaga. Gonzaga. I mean, I would love for him to go to OU or Gonzaga, what? right? Like that's that, that, those are my three like realistic picks. I think for him. Now the one I want him to like if I was if I was if I was like, it was a, my player career and like Kendrick Davis was my created player. I would like, he would be thrown to Villanova, right? Like I would be like, can you, can you pick me up today? Jay, Wright? Like Can you pick me up right now in the middle of whatever he's taking it? Let's let's just
1: continue this. Let's extend these hypotheticals. Sure. Sure. I don't know. He doesn't play
0: like Colin Gillespie.
1: He doesn't play like Jalen Brunson.
0: I want him to get shots, bro. Oh, but okay. He can shoot at Kansas. He can shoot at Purdue. All right, all right, all right, all right.
1: Uh, my my, top my realistic
0: pick is TCU. I think he does go to TCU.
1: Yeah, I think there's the the realistic options are probably in Texas.
0: Yeah. I, and oh, I oh I forgot Jerome Tang's at Kansas State now.
1: Kansas State's not on the list.
0: Yeah, they are. Bottom. Oh, they bottom are at the bottom. Ah, hmm. oh, man, I might take. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna put Ken, I'm gonna put Kansas State over Texas a <laughs> cuz like Jerome we I feel have like no Jerome idea. Tang what is what, We have no we have no idea No 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 what I'm that. saying no I'm
1: saying we have no idea like how to narrow this list down
0: Oh no absolutely not we also have no idea about his insight. so this is like completely speculative But I three. do think Jerome Tang like has a, has that pull with a lot of players especially now you know being in Texas or in Texas for so long at Baylor
1: more fun name three that you can eliminate right now Oh BYU yep off the top, off the top. uh Depaul I, I'm getting ready at NC State Sorry, I don't know why they're on this. Yeah,
0: list. <laughs> he just hate NC State. Uh, I'm gonna get rid of Georgetown too. Patrick Ewing. I'm sorry, bro. The thing is, they Probably did simplified. just
1: get Brandon Murray from LSU, so that's a that's a decent backcourt there. He they could pitch him on that one. Maybe, uh, but
0: I mean, Kendrick. Like, I don't know, Kendrick Davis. He's in his. He's is like this is it, bro. Like,
1: you're right. You're right. You're right. All right, let's Brandon get it right Murray's
0: now. got some years. Brandon Murray's got some years to turn you're things right. around. So you're I'm gonna right. go. I'm gonna go George, to knock him off right Georgetown. now. BYU, Georgetown, and DePaul. DePaul. Yeah, those
1: are the those are the three. I'm cool with that. I'll yeah. throw NC State in there. But anybody else here? We haven't even mentioned Texas.
0: I know that's because I don't want him to go. <laughs> I don't want him to go to Texas or Texas Tech, if we're being honest. I don't need him going to those slow-paced schools, man.
1: <laughs> oh man. You saw
0: what happened with Marcus Carr. I don't need that happening oh, with Kendrick Davis, boy. man. Oh boy. Can you imagine Kendrick Davis? Walking the ball up the court with averaging 11 a game. And I thought That's they did both tech and Texas. Okay. I'm That's not. happening. I'm not, no, we're not doing that. We're, we're not, not
1: doing, doing it. That. We're not. Um, no
0: offense, Houston. No offense, tech. I don't need y'all. I mean, Houston already has like guards anyway. So. All right. We'll
1: let those continue to li- eliminate Texas, tech. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma State plays too much defense, way too much defense. That's um true. Anybody else? I mean, I don't, we don't want them to go to Memphis. So let's just cross off Memphis. Yeah, I don't want the heck to of
0: Memphis Memphis Either uh, Xavier did just hire Sean Miller, oh, yeah. so I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay, the, rest pull these, there. the rest of the rest these I'm cool with. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much me, okay with. It. My player,
1: yeah. me, yeah, Gonzaga, Purdue, <sighs> Houston's physical as hell. Um, I know, and like they also have like a bunch of guards and. Like, yeah, that's tough. Uh, probably TCU. Probably TCU.
0: My Isn't realistic it? pick would be TCU. If I had to pick one school, that if, I, th- I think it is TCU. And if you want to
1: play in the SEC, I mean, it depends how much he cares about location. AM and or Florida. True.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, that's up to you. Because I mind. was
0: thinking, like, he's a Houston guy. Like, is A and M close enough? Yeah. You know, to where he's that's feels home for him. Um, I don't know.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, Kendrick, give us a call if you ever want us to run through your options.
0: Listen, I, 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 basically put, uh, I told you this before, if he goes somewhere out of state, we're doing like a Kendrick Davis update, like weekly. Kendrick Davis <laughs> We've update. invested so much in this kid <laughs> over the past year. Bro, oh,
1: yes. Yes. All right. Kendrick, just, just let us know when you're making your decision so we can, we can be ready.
0: <laughs> we should also get into some of these other transfers.
1: Yeah, no, there's others on the list here. There's others on the list here. The Kendrick Davis podcast featuring, uh, these other guys. All right. Uh, do jang uh which i never know if i'm saying his name right but do Jang, uh close enough uh, and darius mcneil from utsa both of them in the portal um both i mean dang at time was was the best player on utsa you know Mm -hmm. jacob germany was was good uh, obviously um but that makes those two and we have to remember jordan ivy curry entered the portal during the season right was a starter so that's pretty much three starters like mcneil i don't know his exact stats as far as starting goes but mm-hmm. he's a he's a solid player i mean we're talking three starters from a team that went that didn't win many games at all right and uh, they mcneil they up.
0: six points two rebounds and two assists okay so,
1: so you lose those three you keep henson around mm-hmm. for utsa we don't have to talk with you too much about utsa but uh I think these are I think Dang is a guy who I could see going up a bit. Um mm-hmm. maybe staying in confort USA, maybe like a rice, maybe, or you know, I could even see North Texas in theory, uh throwing a yeah. bench uh rotation spot his way because he played well at times for UTSA. So um I don't have too much else on them. Anything on, on UTSA?
0: Uh not really. I mean, I think Ju Jang is the kind of the, the treasure of that transfer group. Um yeah, North Texas didn't and- doesn't seem bad. I know he played high school in North Carolina, so I don't know if that, you know, some getting out east will be a little bit, you know, if he wants to go to like char, you know, Charlotte or somewhere like that, um, potentially maybe. Um, didn't have the best percentages, but he, you know, I don't know how much that's down to him because you know, UTSA just wasn't very good. I mean, and Lucas, so Lucas. at the very least. Yeah, it's like at the like, right at, this, at the very I least, you're know. adding a double digit score. So, like, you know, there's there's room for on plenty of teams for him. So yeah, and I know he's I think he also received a eligibility, like like he had to apply for eligibility, I think. Um so I think he's maintaining his junior status, I think. Yeah, so okay. Um uh, Sule Boom from UTEP, yeah,
1: is, is the bigger name here. Um I don't have his offers up in front of me. I don't know. I don't know if he if he has if there was any anything tweeted out, right? Him. But that's a player that I could see going a lot of places. Yeah, like I could see him going up to a degree. I could see mm-hmm. him staying kind of parallel, but also, you know, maybe going um, having a. I mean, he had a big role at UTEP. He scored nineteen a game at UTEP. I it yeah. has to be a step up right at this point you're not going parallel because mm-hmm. they won too they won 11 games in conference it's not like they were a bad team so where do we think Sule Boom's like realistic expectation level should be for for portal
0: I I would not be shocked if he took a a lateral move to maybe a more stable team and I don't mean that to say like as a as a criticism of Joe Golding I just think like You know, UTEP is a rebuilding, quote, rebuilding team, right? He's still trying to get his style of players in there. Um, And they're not a guarantee to contend in Conference USA, of course. And so, like, I wouldn't be shocked if he ended up at a school like UAB, right? Where it's like, is it that much more of a spotlight? I don't know, but you could probably, you could probably win the conference again, you know? Um, Because I don't know. I don't know when you go from being a star at UTEP and kind of, you know, all conference player, I don't know if you can just go to like Oklahoma and like, be cool with like 20 minutes a game, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I wouldn't be shocked if he, I mean, La Tech's losing guys. Like I could see him going to a La Tech and being like, yeah, I'll play, you know, I'll, I'll go and score 15 a game here instead of 20 or whatever. Um, I wouldn't He and, and I, I think where do you, he, he transferred from uh, San Francisco. So like, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he goes out West again. Um so yeah, I don't know. I think he's an interesting case of like I could see either way. He doesn't strike me as somebody who needs like that big exposure.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, I, I have no clue because I, I think you're right yeah. on all accounts. I mean, could I see him going to like Arizona State? Sure. Yeah. Like I was about to say he's
0: from him? Oakland. So like if yeah, he just goes I, out I back to California. Him going
1: back west somewhere. Um, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe goes back to San Francisco, who knows? But uh yeah, I, I'm not sure, but whoever wherever he goes, we'll we'll f- follow him. Not to the extent that we follow Kendrick Davis, obviously, but <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be interesting because he was so good for that UTEP program the past few years. So
0: I know he's been there basically their only consistent score the past couple, besides exactly. Bryson Williams before he left.
1: But. Exactly. So, all right, let's get to the women. This was interesting on a few accounts. So we have. North Texas trading Jay Zion Jackson for Joclyn Moore, pretty much in the made decision category. Uh obviously Jay-Zion Jackson goes from North Texas to UTEP, which is kind of a bomb. Like that's yeah. kind of that's pretty crazy. Like that you that's don't pretty wild. You don't leave North Texas to go to UTEP. There has to be an ex external factor here that we don't know, I'm assuming. Sure. I, I don't I don't know what it could be, but North Texas was better than utep utep was extremely disappointing this past season and north texas you know location wise is in a good spot um they're going to the american next year i don't I am mean, utep staying mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know this decision i don't know jay zion obviously i don't know jay zion i don't know what went into this but on paper this is weird
0: i wonder if it's because we always hear about you know players who decide to leave but we don't really hear much about like maybe players who were kind of pushed out not pushed out the door but like shown the door a little bit right yes because like there's you know there are coaches who want to get better and if they feel like they have a better option coming in you know for for a good reason there's a reason why those conversations don't come out but like i do wonder how much of how much this might be because you yeah you look at the roster and you're like or you look at the teams you're like uh wait No, that, that don't make that math. Don't make right. Mm -hmm. That Math don't make sense, but you, I don't know. I wouldn't be, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if Jaylee Mitchell was like, look, we have, if she feels that good about uh, Jocelyn Moore coming in, right. Where she's like, I, you know, you have, we have, I feel like I can get players like that probably give us a higher ceiling. Yeah. And she's like, Hey, look, you're going to be fighting for your place next year. Right. It's not a, just because you start, you were a starter for us. You know, maybe that's a spot where she saw, hey, we can improve on this. You know, you're probably your minutes are probably gonna get cut next year.
1: Yeah. I Hmm. that's it's an interesting topic because again you look at this on paper you're like there has to be something that we're not accounting for here right right it just doesn't make enough sense here yeah i Nine don't
0: point the game um i'm trying to think of what a uh, three assists four rebounds yeah. like started every game for him
1: no very 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 solid player here yeah. and so that that is and just an from option. dallas like from the yeah. area <laughs> that's, that's this is just this, this makes zero sense yeah so I think you are you could be right. Like, let's say that is an option that could have happened. Um, if that is even a possibility, I think North Texas is wrong for that. Mm-hmm. I don't think North Texas is in any position here, considering the, the success or the lack thereof that they've had the past s- six years, sure. is in a position to turn away talent. So that's where I'm like, that. I, f- I feel like that's tough to believe. It had to have been something – that pushed her from North Texas or pulled her to UTep that we don't know, because mm. that I just there and maybe North I mean North again like you said if North Texas sees they got Jacqueline Moore and then they're like okay we we have this other player we're trying to go get in the portal as well
0: or or if it's if, or if they got Jacqueline Moore and Jay Zion Jackson's like oh yes that's what y'all think of me all right I'm I'm out you know yes I w- I'll just say this I wouldn't I don't think it has. N- I think it's a non greater than zero chance that the Jocelyn Moore transfer was like, Oh, okay. Like from somebody, from somebody's perspective, whether it was Jaylee Mitchell saying, I think she's better and can make this team better or jay Zion Jackson saying, Oh, that's what y'all think of me. I'm out. You know? I
1: think the second option is, is, is very, is, uh, is pretty like, like if we put a percentage on it, I was like of the percentage chance that this is why she transferred. I was put the second option, like 20% first option, maybe like five, 10%. So yeah, that, that makes it interesting because you can tie these two together and more and, and Jackson and like how they operate. So more mm-hmm. going from UIW to UNT, Jackson going from UNT to UTEP, and then UTEP losing Catio Gallegos and Destiny Thurman. They're
0: just everybody's playing hot potato at this point. Who knows? Catio Gallegos think, might be might be heading to UNT uh, for all we know. So. I was gonna
1: say they should go somewhere in Texas just to continue it, and then they. Um, obviously Kati Gallegos and Thurman. Utip had a really disappointing year. Gallegos, I mean, very
0: disappointing season for her. That's uh, a, we, that's the weird one because she's I mean, she's from El Paso. So, like that's that's the weird part. That's I have no clue where she's gonna go. This feels one. like a
1: three-way, this feels like a three-way trade here. <laughs> right. UIW gets Destiny Thurman, right. Gallegos goes to UNT somehow, and UNT sends something to, to back to UTIP as well, like a like this is just feels really weird like these Tribute. players leaving their home city yeah for for not great reasons on paper so um but yeah Gallegos, we'll see i don't know where her stock is at this point because two years ago if you asked me i'm like oh she can go play anywhere like she can play in the yeah. big 12 uh now i'm like i have no idea i
0: was about to say yeah katia Gagos was really i i don't think utep's uh uh, uh, fall off was I, I think she played her kind of fall off a little bit definitely had to do with UTEP's fall off because sure. she just was not the player that we thought she was at the beginning of the year sure. um, and so hopefully maybe maybe it's maybe that's kind of her thing and where it's like hey maybe a new environment will just help yeah. me out so. all right uh
1: other big names here we have a lot of big names let's start with Texas yeah La- Lauren Ebo Audrey Warren Latasha Lattimore all entered the portal all were contributors on last year's team. Lattimore a little bit less than Ebo and Warren, obviously. I mean, that's two starters. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lattimore was still a contributor for a yep. lot of the season. So, how concerning is it? What What do you think? I mean, I again, I have no idea. Doesn't really make a ton of sense on paper. I mean, these right. are players Warren, especially who has now two years under Schaefer, two winning seasons under Schaefer. Uh, Ebo and Lattimore are both freshmen, correct? If I'm not oh, mistaken, Ugo's
0: a senior. Sorry. Oh,
1: I get her confused with the the wing. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I get her confused um, with the Aaliyah Moore. Sorry. Oh, okay. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I just get them confused. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So they've had multiple years on the Schaefer now. So yeah. uh it doesn't make sense. What do you
0: think? Um, I'm not too upset about or too concerned about Lauren Ebo. Um, I think that. This is just kind of a little nudge in the back for Deanna Gaston to get going. Um, And then you mentioned Aaliyah Moore. I mean, she is somebody, you know, she's a freshman. She is there, somebody who they're probably hoping comes in and plays a big role. I believe they also have Amina Muhammad from DeSoto coming in. Um, So they have some size. So I'm not, I wouldn't be too worried yet about that loss. Um, But Audrey Warren's, to me, is gigantic. Um, Best defender, you know, whatever you think of Rory Harmon on that side of the ball, but, you know, one of the best defenders, veteran presence, like, at this point, I mean, that's just wild to me. Like, I think of Vic Schaefer, and I think of Audrey Warren, like, that style of player, right? She only only played for him for two years, but in, in those two years, it was hard to think of somebody that, like, embodied what he wanted out of a player more than her. So, like, that's that's going to be interesting. And like, I don't know, does, does she like, does she decide to stay in the big 12? Right. Does she go back home? Cause she's from Fort Worth. She go to TCU. Um, I don't know. Here's the weird part because
1: w- when we look at women's basketball in comparison to men's basketball, men's basketball, obviously there's that, there's that early thirst to get to the NBA, right? Yeah. Like if something's not right early or if you're a graduate senior, You're going somewhere to raise your NBA stock.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Audrey Warren doesn't have that push, you know, and so that's where it's figuring that out. That aspect out of it, to me, is interesting because obviously, like we know, it's you have to stay. You stay four years in women's basketball, then you go to the pros, and even at that point, you know, there's 12 teams, you know, limited roster spots. You don't Mm -hmm. make as much money as in the NBA, so I'm I'm curious, and I would. I'm. I'll, we'll try. I'll try to get on a podcast. Like I'm curious mm-hmm. as to what the mindset is of changing teams when you're already on a top ten team. In sure, this. like sure, it could have been something with maybe there was a flare up with Vic Schaefer. We don't know about you know. Maybe something happened right. that that we don't know. But as far as in on the men's side, I feel like a lot of times it's pretty direct. Like we can be like, okay. That makes sense. Uh, Sam Williamson's leaving Louisville because he didn't play. Now he's going to Texas or now he's going to SMU because he wants a bigger role and he wants to raise his draft stock to get, you know, playing time. Mm -hmm. Oren was starting, you know, Evo was starting like that's what makes it so much more difficult for me on, on, on the women's side to to, to figure it out. Cause like, where's Audrey Warren going to go? Let's say she goes to throw out, give me a random school, Texas A&M.
0: Texas A&M. Sure.
1: Let's get, say she goes to Texas A&M. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know like I, I don't know I'm I mean I'm literally just sitting here waving my hands I, I have no clue what this what what that would do right for her
0: I think uh so I mean I'm looking on Twitter right now to see if there's been any news she was on a visit to Georgia this past weekend um but it's I like think, again was okay. like I don't know. I was about to say it's like it's like come, okay come it's like yeah, she could probably start on Georgia, but it's like she could probably start on plenty of teams. And like I don't know, like you know, I don't know what she's. Is her goal to continue playing consistently, right? Or is her like, does she, I don't know, does she not like her role at Texas? Does she think she can do more That's- than just be kind of the dirty work, you know, defender who can kind of shoot occasionally, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think she's good enough to start on basically every team that's not South Carolina in this country. In the country, I mean, it's not like she, if she goes to Georgia, it's not like she's going to be putting up
1: 15 shots a game here. Fair, like, no, that's, a that's damn, Georgia true, was yeah. a damn t- good team. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, all right. I mean, when, when you look at it, yeah, she start. She played 26. She played the fourth most minutes of anybody. Ebo. Yeah. I mean, her and Ebo played over 26 minutes a game. Right. Um, early in the season, Warren didn't start. I mean, she started later in the year, but I mean, they were filling with the lineup so much. I mean, you know, Shay Holly at times started over her. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there were moments where Matharu started over her. Probably, I mean, there it, it was a weird year, yeah. But like, I don't know. You come back. I feel like you you look at this team. and You're like, all right, this is a top ten team, pretty much in all aspects. So,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, who knows? I mean, I'll get Kim Mulkey on the phone and tell her to go after Audrey Warren because. <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty pretty sick so
0: she's a she's a Kim Mulkey player exactly like
1: yeah she just fits (laughs) exactly just play defense so um but yeah that that was interesting to me on the Texas side again I'm not too concerned about Lattimore Evo I think they are replaceable Warren's skill set is so unique that it does make it difficult and not for nothing she was hitting shots in the she was making threes in the NCAA tournament she was keeping them afloat
0: a lot of times so Mm -hmm. I think uh I mean, now they lose Ebo Warren last year. They lost Celeste Taylor and then Joanne Allen Taylor's going pro. That's a
1: lot of replacing you gotta do for to hey. The, they like, got they got youth. They have Harmon Hunter. Um Hunter
0: didn't play this year. Aaliyah Moore.
1: Aaliyah Moore off the Aeleo Moore still. And then the DeSoto player you named, they got they got they'll be okay. They're just gonna go be, yeah, I mean,
0: they'll they'll be okay, but it's just like, man, that's a lot of veteran presence just gone, you know.
1: It is it is um all right two more huge names well one huge name um let's start with stephanie visher from sfa because this one caught me off guard a lot but this one similar yeah. to samuel or similar to what i was talking about on the men's side this one makes mm-hmm. sense a, a decent amount they, yeah. she was unbelievable the past two years i mean and beyond she was unbelievable for sfa Gets him to yeah. a tournament back-to-back years as a 12 seed. Can't make it out the first round. Um, she should play anywhere she wants to play. And I think that's pretty pretty simple. I just, yeah. I mean, Vic Schaefer, go knock on the door. <laughs> I mean, anybody. any Every school. Every school. Go knock on the door yeah. of Stephanie Vischer because she will be one of the better players in the country next year when she's finally noticed. She was already one of the better players in the country. So. Sure, sure.
0: I think um, I'm trying to look. So there's an interesting Twitter account that I have no idea if they're connected to or not, but uh, they tweeted out something, uh, the Scandinavian College Athletics Agency, and they are followed by uh, one of the SFA uh, assistants. So I want to say okay. there's something there. Okay, they tweeted something about Stephanie Fisher saying, lots of program interested, obviously, but you have an advantage if your school is located close to or in Greenville, Florida, columbia south carolina or chicago what I, 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 you, are, are those I, scandinavian you know. hops pot beds or something like that <laughs> wait,
1: wait, what? What I mean. where is greenville <laughs> but, florida i don't
0: know i don't know greenville florida, but are you looking at me like that i don't know but <laughs> i'm looking it up i'm just reading the tweet okay <laughs> That's all I'm doing is reading this. That
1: is hilarious. So, <laughs> you should have just read that off as fact. I mean, like, according to I know, right? Scandinavian <laughs> sources. sources, tell me. No, I was,
0: I was, yeah, I was about to say, you just sprinkle in the sources on there. Sources, sources. say if you're located in Greenville. Uh, no. Um, I don't know. Like, that's, it. look, I get, she can start anywhere in the country, right? Like you mentioned it. Um, she gets star anywhere in the country. I don't, I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know where she could go. Like, I really don't. Like when you're looking at somebody who's like purely international, right? We've talked about Ju Jang and Sulei Boom. They, they're like, they're, they're, they are they're count as national, but they, they're from like Oakland, yeah. right? Like Stephanie Vischer is from Sweden. Like her dad lives <laughs> in Sweden. Um, I don't know what, you know, where else she feels connected to, you know, is the whole country basically open to her. Right, or she opened up basically the whole country, where it's like I'm already three thousand miles away. I don't care where I'm at.
1: Um, so let's let's take that into account here. Greenville, Florida, yep, (laughs) is pretty close to Tallahassee.
0: Yeah,
1: Florida State. Um, and it's also not. It's like right in the middle of Gainesville and Tallahassee, slightly towards Tallahassee a bit. Yeah. So Florida State on one side, you got Florida over there, Gainesville on the other side. Uh, what was
0: the South Carolina one you said? I think it was just Columbia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh Steffi well, Stephanie Fisher off the bench. Ooh. I, 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 She's yo, bring best, her off the bench. Best, best six woman in the country. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just yo. You think well, you thought y'all thought you were getting rest with the Boston going to the bench? Nah, here comes Stephanie Fisher on the Stephanie floor.
1: Stephanie Fisher. Um, like Charlotte is up there i guess like if you yeah. want to like look i
0: i think the only requ- to me i think the only thing is i think she wants to make the tournament i th- i feel well, like she, that's like i think she wants more you think like what like you made the tournament they made the tournament last which season. i think she wants to make. that's like, what i'm go. saying she wants well, a yeah sweet. sure sorry yes, sweet i should yes team. yes i should have elaborated yes I, elaborated. I would think she wants to make a run in the tournament because like 2020 gets canceled. They thought that was their best team. Yeah. 2021 obviously turned out great. They end up blowing a lead. And then last year they end up losing in the uh first round again. So, like, yeah, I I I th- yes, yes, I, I should elaborate on that. I think she wants to actually make a run in the tournament.
1: Where's the University of Illinois? It, it, uh, Champaign.
0: I don't know how close it is to Chicago.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Yeah, so. I, I, well, there you go. There are no, the that, sources wh- say <laughs> sources. Ishmael reports live narrow it down. Top three, Florida state, Florida, South Carolina, and then, and yeah, Illinois. you're
0: throwing the schools out there. I just That's do the, the top the four.
1: There you go. Ish reports run with that. Oh my God. <laughs> Definitely anyway.
0: <is>. Uh, <laughs> Other schools. Uh, at least according to that mysterious Twitter account. I don't know. The Scandinavians. I wasn't gonna believe it until I saw the director of player ops from SFA already followed them. So like, I feel like there's something there. So
1: right, you bet, you better report it anyways. Yes, we yeah, we need sure. the inside scoops that nobody yeah. else is seeing here. Um, <laughs> right, what other like? I mean, she could play anywhere. She could play anywhere. I was about, I'm about to say, just, she could, like, I'm just really saying, no, like, oh, her. what
0: level could she? It's like, oh, I mean,
1: I I need if, to get Kim if Mulkey, Illinois did go after her, she could play for Illinois. Like, I need like, to get Kimolki on the phone. We have two. <laughs> definitely <laughs> he got two. You got a back vish um uh, yeah stephanie visher and audrey, audrey warren Moore. need need to come to lsu so i can cover them in person and we can we can we can make some magic happen
0: <sighs> at the
1: tournament um so yeah we'll see where she goes that was a bomb uh Tavi diggs from tcu had a pretty disappointing year um well the entire tcu team had a disappointing year they won two games in conference i think it Basically, was yeah <laughs> uh lauren hurt even had a disappointing year so um yeah well I, I don't know where her stock is that'll be interesting to watch but i mean again if we're just talking about a player that maybe didn't have as much shine at a, a high major and wants to drop down a bit
0: hmm.
1: north Texas, from dallas yeah i mean go wherever smu north texas where you can take your pick there i know i only named two teams but Take your pick between one of those and right. one for us so we can keep all the players in state. It makes it easy on us to know where <laughs> everybody
0: is. But, um yeah, I think that's everybody. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I think we yeah that's pretty much it so at least for now you know we we'll obviously we'll have to keep these going periodically i don't know wasn't it, when's the deadline I know football's deadline is may 1st like yeah, Inter- that's, Portal. The football, Just, that's
1: the football deadline i don't know when the basketball deadline is i'll have to so like is it not till like
0: august or something i don't know
1: <laughs> i feel like it's something ridiculous but um yeah we'll we'll see if there's a string of breaking news like if there's like two if visher commits and then like Ramy and shannon commit then we'll probably do right. a podcast like a Breaking podcast and emergency podcast. But other than that, we'll continue to update y'all. We are continuing to lay out the guests for the summer and the off season and whatnot. I think that'll be really fun. So stay tuned for that in the future. But this was a transfer portal update for all of y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter at uh, DCT basketball. Follow Ish at Ishmael R. Johnson. Follow me at Matthew Bruni underscore. Leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out all the content at texasbasketball.com. Uh, we thank y'all for listening. And we'll talk to y'all later.